Hey yo fam, check this out I was just at the club, right? Heard these two dudes talking One of them said to the other one That they knew someone Who said you guys are whack? Who's ever whack? You said we're whack You take it back Who's ever whack? You talking smack You're gonna get smacked You're saying that I'm whack But it just ain't so, so. Someone said we're whack Why would they say that? I don't think we're whack Who's ever whack? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Underemployed. It is your boys, David Hart and Jack Selby, a.k.a. The Inconsistent Boys. Sometimes we give you a podcast after five days, sometimes it's three weeks. But you know what? Doesn't matter. The content is content. You're welcome for this content, That's bitch. right. It's free. It's free. It's free. Therefore, we're apparently immune from criticism, as I've learned from every other podcast over Shout the out to Ashlyn Harris for what is maybe the line of the summer. What's the line of the summer? You're welcome for this content, bitch. I said bitch. So. Or her great quote when uh, the women's national team was celebrating in France somewhere and she said, I'm a drunk white woman standing on a bar. I hate it. <laughs> Shout out quickly to the uh, to the Women's World Cup. The Women's National, the national Team, team US Team, destroying all, well I shouldn't say destroying all comers, but beating all comers. I, destroying all comers. It was a two goal deficit in every game, I believe. Uh, no, they... They, I mean, right? They they won yeah. most of their they won all, obviously they won all of their games but um you know Trump told them to back it up before they start or win something before they start talking smack well they talked they smack back, and they, then won it and then back that ass up over Trump's theoretical grade. and quite literally backed that ass up to um crime mob oh they were celebrating to knock a few buck at the I don't know, I don't think it was crime mob uh, Rocky hit, Rocky hit, Rocky hits it was Rocky hits ah uh, yes Rocky the all time classic um, Rocky there was some Lil John and the East Side Boys. <laughs> was there any Yin Yang Twins? There might have been. <laughs> Here's the thing: a lot of the a lot of the the stars of the of this team, the Alex Morgans, the Megan Rapinos, uh, the Carly Lloyds, um, Becky Sauerbrunn, they're all like around my age. So this is the point where we feel they're like, like they're like twenty nine to they're like twenty nine to thirty five. Yeah. So this is the point where we feel like shit. No, this is the point where like, wow. This is this is the first sort of generation of athletes that I came up with now that are becoming older. Yeah, I mean, but that are like that are entrenched and ensconced and whatever you want to say in 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 the world. Ensconced is that a real word? It is indeed a real word. Wow, I'm impressed. Before we go any further, let me just look up ensconced. Establish or settle in a comfortable, safe, or secret place. That is a good vocabulary term, David. You're welcome. Check out the big brain on bread. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. So, speaking of your welcome, we are giving you what you people always demand. We haven't, uh, it's been almost a year since we've done one of these. Uh, the Q&A's, always a popular. Ba, 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 ba. We, uh, we, we, we ask Q's. We get asked Q's. We get asked Q's and we, and we give, give A's. A's. So... Uh, I guess you know. There's there's no other segment. David, are 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 you are you ready for this? Let's dive right in. All right. First one is from a past guest on the show, Colin Mackey, who has a question for David and for me. We'll go to the David one first. For David, what's the worst beer you've ever tasted? Beer. Um. That could be either a specific night or a specific brand. Uh, the worst beer I've ever had. It's probably a two way tie between two Ballast Point beers. It's either. Watermelon Dorado or Habanero Sculpin? Habanero anything sounds like a bad beer flavor. It's here's the thing: beers with some like with, with some chili heat into them, in them aren't bad, especially if they're like a like a, a Mexican hot chocolate style stout or like something of that nature—a darker, richer beer that's got 
some balancing some balancing attributes to it, but the habanero sculpin was is a habanero IPA, and so it was just heat on top of hops, which just magnify heat. Ugh. Yeah. It was just, it just, oh, wasn't that strong dad would say a warm one. You never want a warm one, right? As opposed to a cold one. Sure. sure. Yes. Shout sure. out to strong dad. We'll go with that. Uh, Colin also tried to ask a question for me. Uh, for you, how bad are creatine shits? Am I right? Alternate protein farts. And this just—I don't lift weights. So I, don't I have need, no I don't, idea what he's talking. I, about. I don't either. This is an inappropriate question for this podcast. Moving on. Uh, Sarah from Falls Church, not my mom. Uh, friend Sarah. Bucket list concerts. Best worst concert you've been to? Um, bucket list. Yeah. <sighs> it's got to be the Baja Men, right? I mean, if I can, if I can time travel, I would love to go back and see the original Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang. Um, I've seen. I mean. I've seen Obviously, I've oh, seen all of the all of the currently living members yeah. in various shapes and forms. Plus, when ODB was alive, there was like a twenty percent chance he would either a be there or b do anything. So that's yeah, you know, that's, that's, fair. that's sort of a sort of a lost um, cause. God, a bucket list show: Bob Marley and the Whalers. Okay, I could see that. And then best show that I've been to. Yeah, best uh, or worst, or both. Best show that I've been to. It's probably a tie between. Gambino, Bruce Springsteen, and uh, Lupe Fiasco. Pre-Dreadhead Lupe, right? Yes, pre-Dread Lupe. Um, this, was, this was actually, this was the Lasers tour, but he played very little from Lasers. He played smart. mostly stuff from The Cool. That was very smart decision by Lupe Fiasco. It was. Yes, it was. Well, have um, you been to a worse concert? I've been to some bad shows, yeah. Um, I think the worst show I've been to was Crayshon. Oh, Wow. Cray, I forgot Crayshon performed at Mary Washington. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was real bad. People out there, do you remember Crayshon and her one, I almost describe it as a hit? Uh, Gucci, was... Gucci, 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 Gucci. Louis Louis Fendi but, Fendi Prada. Yeah. Basically, just wear that shit, so I don't even buy it. Yeah, that was, that was hot for a minute. Um, or the controversy around her and her, uh, her cohort, little Debbie. Uh, dropping end bombs. Yeah, which I remember Too Short saying that Too Short, who sort of is the mayor of Oakland, so he he kind of has authority on this. Mm-hmm. He said it didn't bother him only because he knew that that's just the culture in Oakland. But eh, you know, you got to adjust once you become out of Oakland. You know, you got to yeah. just learn when to say it and when not to say it. Yeah. For me, bucket list. I always regret not seeing the Jay Z Eminem co-headlining concert in 2010. They did one in Detroit, or they did a couple in Detroit and a couple in Yankee Stadium. And I could have theoretically gone. I would have had the money. I would have had the resource. I, I just didn't go. And those are my two favorite artists of all time. So I would have loved to have seen that. Best I went to, uh, I haven't been to many, but I remember really liking the most deaf concert we went to, which was my first concert, uh, the 930 Club, which was delayed two hours because most deaf's a rapper. No, it was because his fight was delayed. <laughs> his, fight was, his fight was delayed because it was cold that night. And yeah, so. There was. There was. Uh... There was a little bit of snow on the on the runway, and so they had to like clear that off. So he had to circle. Yeah, I also liked uh, the last one I went to was the J Cole concert at the Fillmore in Silver Spring, which oh, I didn't even know Jay Z's uh, Jay Z's J Cole's music at the time, but I thought he he rocked the show well, and the crowd loved him. So yeah, uh, I've seen him since, and he's only gotten better. That's all. That's good then. He's a good live performer. I have not been to a concert because I haven't been to many. I don't, I haven't been to one that I would say is the worst. The other best would be the couple times I saw the Wu Tang Clan. One of them I was like front row and got to dap up a bunch of the members. It was cool. Yeah. Raekwon put the mic in front of me for the end of his verse in Cream, which is my favorite song of all time. So that was a life defining moment. It's like when Shaq pointed at me. Bam! Move from the gate, man. Frank from the New England area. 
Are the Knicks God's way of maintaining a Thanos-style balance between misery and pride opposite the Yankees in New York sports? Um, this is a great question. No, because currently the Islanders also exist. That's true. But Barry Trotz And the Nets. There. The Nets got Kyrie. The, the Nets, Nets made, got, the, made the playoffs and got a couple big free true. agents. So they, um, they are, they are I mean, leaving the Knicks in the dust. Maybe that's their way, but then there's also Buffalo. Uh, I think he means New York City because he's from the New York City area. New York City proper. New York City does not. Then, yeah, that's how. I mean, that's how. It's the one way. It's the one way we can keep those the dickheads in New York in check is that the Knicks are just absolute, absolute trash. trash. And we'll be absolute trash for however long James Dolan's uh, got a pulse. Insists on owning them. And insists on performing. God, with the shitty James band. Dolan may be the maybe the maybe the, the biggest fail son in America. Yeah, he's right up there with Dan Snyder. No, Dan Snyder's not a fail son. Because uh, Dan Snyder earned his own money. James Dolan inherited most of his money. That's true. That's, that's the big difference between a fail son and just a failure. Plus, James Dolan's somehow even a bigger tool. Than like, his father? Yes. No, I mean, even than, like, a Dan Snyder. Like, he's yeah. Just, and, he's, and he is a bigger tool. Yeah, I mean, James... Say, Dan Snyder at least doesn't have a, an ego band that he makes play... That he, like... Makes open Madison Square Garden yeah. for real concerts. Yep. Yeah. Katie from Charlottesville. Why is it so damn hot? This is a great question. This was asked a couple weeks ago when we were going through that heat wave. It's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. Um, because God is punishing us. I was gonna say, that was gonna be my response. God's punishing us for our sinful ways, and we just have to learn to respect that. Or yep. change our ways. Realistically, that's not happening, so yep. we just have to accept it. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get a little Pat Robertson on it. That's right. <laughs> Shout out to the 700 Club, I guess. I hope he dies soon. Now, if there's anything I can do for well, I certainly hope you'll die soon. He probably will. He's very, very old and not the best in shape. Actually, no, he can. He's in shape for a. Like, he's, he's, decrepit he's, old he man. is truly just powered by piss and vinegar and spite. Uh, Miriam, former guest on the show and hopefully future guest on the show, mm-hmm. as Quinn is in Alaska, uh, living that Alaskan baller lifestyle. She's but we, sweating her ass off. That it's is like ninety. Out yeah, there. I know. That's and that, no one out there has AC. I can only imagine because it's never—it's literally never been ninety degrees in Anchorage, Alaska. So yep. I don't know why anyone would pay for AC. But uh, we wish Quinn the best on her on her voyage. Uh, Miriam asks, "What are your favorite thickness levels of pizza? Thin crust, deep dish, etc. Deep dish, etc." Uh, Chicago style is not pizza; that is cake. Thank you. I normally don't agree with David's hot takes, but this is a firm, one hundred percent correct hot take. That is that is not or, or a lasagna. It yeah. is not pizza. Yeah, here's my feeling on pizza. Cheese, one pe- cheese should be the top topping. If that's you know, so Chicago's lower. You know, that's I knew, well. Then you also are ruling out Rhode Island style pizza. I, I assumed Rhode Island style pizza was just putting a clam on top of a normal pizza. No, that's New Haven. Pizza. Oh, okay. But here's the thing. Rhode Island is like it's almost like Detroit style in that it's got a like it's square pan. It's sort of a thicker crust. But cheese, you have to pay extra for. Cheese is not just, like, assumed basic. Okay, that's also problematic. Uh, It's just bread and sauce. You and I agree with this. Pizza you have to eat with a fork and a knife is really not pizza. I mean... It's stuffed bread. Chicago is just... We just don't agree with Chicago. We just don't agree with calling it pizza. Uh, I am, like... I have no problem going to, like, a Neapolitan place and eating it with a fork and a knife because it's Neapolitan and whatever. Um, I mean, I would prefer to eat pizza with my hands. Yeah. But, you know, if I'm at a place where the norm is to eat it with a fork and knife, then I'll eat it with a fork and knife, but I'm not going to consider that really, especially if it's, again, that Chicago thing, it's not pizza. It's it isn't. It's just cake. It's just, it's basically cake. It's, uh, it's just savory, it's a savory pie. 
So my favorite, it's interesting, I would say I like most styles of pizza crust, but I prefer a deep dish. And and this is where David and I differ. Now, oh, so now if we're talking about what we prefer, oh, I prefer the New York style. Which is just regular pizza, right? Not necessarily. It's, so it's, um, it's done in a deck oven, so you get that crunchy crispiness mm-hmm. on the bottom. It's not done in a pan, it's not done on a screen, it's not done on a conveyor belt. <laughs> Domino's! <laughs> I work. I worked at Domino's. I like her her pan pizza. Still done on a still done on a conveyor belt. Yeah, well, we can't afford a we can't afford a pan or whatever for the all the deck lockers. oven. Deck oven for all that. That's because you have to crank out so many pizzas. Exactly. So exactly. Um, I like the de- you know what I like. This is where David and I really differ. I like a stuffed crust pizza. I nope. That's a crime against humanity. Nope. Stuff it up with everything. Stuff it with bacon. Stuff it with cheese. Stuff it with love. I don't care. It's so good. You got all that in the. You got all that on on on, on the toppings. Then why not go crust. for the gusto? Because you don't need it. Of course you don't need it. No one needs pizza. Right, that's fair. Uh, let's see. Jillian from Phoenix who always asks us very uh, either dark questions or very cynical <laughs> questions. morbid questions. Yes. Love it. Question one. You can, sorry, you can only listen to jazz or polka music for the rest of your life. Jazz. No other genres. What do you choose? Yeah, I, I enjoy jazz, and I'm not one of those people that says, "Oh, you gotta listen to the notes that don't exist, brother." It's like I just like putting it on in the background and. I'll listen it. to jazz before I listen to polka. Yeah, polka is only good when it's Weird Al doing a parody or something. Yeah, at least with jazz, you've got a, an expanding catalog of things to select from. Question two: What medications are you currently taking? None. Uh, none either. I stopped taking my ADHD medicine around, I think, the Colin episode, because Colin had mentioned how it was basically like speed. Yes. And I said, well, I'm above that. Let me try to get off it. And, uh, although I guess I'm currently now taking over-the-counter generic z for my sleeping issues, which yeah, nope. I guess that, I don't know if that counts. Uh, before I would have been taking Concerta, though. That would have been my medication of, of, uh, of choice. I have not consistently taken a medication beyond when I've been sick for, like, ten years. Yeah. If not longer. Yeah. Uh, Jillian, we appreciate that question, knowing you, though, and the medications you take. Uh, question three. If you were a serial killer, what would be your M.O.? Like this, we mentioned this somehow last night about us being... Uh... Well, you asked me if I were to kill someone, how would I get rid of the body? I think that's basically what I asked, yeah. So um, this, this is basically this is, an extension this is along those lines. Um... Yeah. Like, would you have a pattern? I mean, you whether, whether or not you intend to have a pattern, there is always going to be a behavioral pattern that emerges yeah. in, you know, whatever you do subconsciously. Um, like I would drop mixtapes with the underemployed podcast on it. That would be my trail. My MO would just be billionaires. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that You know what? That is the correct answer for David Hart. There's no other answer. All right. Uh, Ellen, <coughs> Ellen from D.C. Well, Ellen, my sister. Uh, has a few questions. And this might have been from her and her fiancé, because I asked uh, her if her fiancé had any. She is, one, if you could trade any skills, talent, trait you possess for another one, what would you trade for what? Example, I trade playing the French horn for speaking French. Your new skill, talent, will only be as good as the original. You can trade two mediocre skills. Well, that's I, I, the last one's a little... We're getting into the minutiae of it too much. So, I would... I don't... I would like to be probably more athletic. I don't know if that matters, actually, now that I'm out of, like, the prime of being an athlete. So, hmm. If I could trade any skill. I'm not giving up my clown horn. That's my bread and butter. <laughs> so, I would have to think about this. I, you know, I don't know if I'm even that good at anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, or the things that I'm really good at, I don't want to give up. Like, I'm good at cooking, and I'm not giving that skill up. I guess I would give up my humility 
for the ability to remember stuff better. Uh, and it's hard because I'm very humble. Question number two. What's the nicest small gesture you've ever received? Um, Bethany bought me books for our anniversary one year. Oh, that's very sweet. What were the books? Uh, it's a collection of... It was a, a, a sort of a range of books. Because um, I'd asked her... Because I'd asked her to you know help me pick out some stuff because I wanted to read more. Um, so it was a book from David Sedaris... Uh, Juno Diaz, uh, there was a book called Blindness in there, there was Kurt Vonnegut, and there was something else. That's actually very sweet. It's I'm a sure. nice collection of, like, fiction, non-fiction, um, humor. Shout out to Bethany, the, uh, the gift god. Truly. Um, for me, I remember this was when I was going out to Ohio for Sam's graduation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd gotten a text from someone, my friend Nat, who actually has contributed to a Q&A in the past, uh, who I don't talk to a lot, but she just randomly sent me a text that she was at Whitlow's because we had gone to trivia one time, and she said, basically, hey, this just randomly reminded me of how much I appreciate our friendship and how much I appreciate you, and like I hadn't talked to her really in a couple months. And I was like, wow, that's just... That was just nice. That lifted up my spirit. I always appreciate those type of messages from people. Uh, question three. What's your favorite memory of just you and your mom? Um, skiing. Going to going to Utah or like when we were out in Utah or really going places, and it was the two of us just going skiing. I would say for me, so there's a story in how my mom's birthday in 2014. I believe I've told you the story that I ended up going out to a Nationals Orioles game, mm-hmm. and uh, the night just got debaucherous. Oh yeah, uh, it was problematic to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't name names, but PJ was involved, and it was just an absolute clusterfuck. But I remember that morning, uh, my mom and I just had a really nice talk over breakfast, and it's stuff like that. You know, I live with my mom right now, so I get to see I see her every day. But it's it was a little thing like that where I go, okay, I, I always look back on that and appreciate the fact that it was just a nice, you know, mother-son uh, talk. Question four. I guess this is sort of a question. Please, I mean, she puts a question mark, but it's not really a question. Please watch a video of a baby elephant trying to stand up in a kiddie pool and react in real time. I'm Ron Burgundy. Who is this? Ellen, asking this question. Okay, let's All find right. ourselves a video of a, ki- of a, of a baby, baby elephant, elephant standing up in a kiddie pool. Alright, we'll be back in a second. Alright, so this is the video. We are watching a baby elephant trying to stand up in a kiddie pool. Oh, he's struggling. He's struggling. This is... This is <laughs> one of the elephants looks like he's thoroughly enjoying this this this, this, this kiddie pool. And one can't... And that uh, one can't stand. <laughs> and that one of the elephants came back and <laughs> fell over. This is stupid beyond words. This is adorable. This is adorable and dumb. Oh, he's up! He's up! He managed he's to stand. The one we thought couldn't stand stood. We're very proud of it. So, Ellen, to answer your question, not really a question. Thank uh, you. It's adorable. Thank, Thank you, you for... Yeah, we're recording this at 9.30 in the morning and we're both tired, so we appreciate that little get-me-up. Uh, let's see. So, uh, this was my mistake, and I apologize. I should have thought better. I'd asked PJ if he had any questions to contribute to our Q&A episode. Uh, I texted him on a Tuesday... PJ did not respond immediately. In fact, PJ did not respond until Sunday when he said, oh, why am I taking so long to respond to this? 
And then he sent me a picture of Yasiel Puig of the Cincinnati Reds wearing a sleeveless jersey they were wearing for throwback day. And let me tell you, pythons. Big big old guns on Yasiel. He's got Puig. arms, he's got arms that you just want to you just want to hug you, hold you yeah. tight through the night. Now, Those arms will keep you safe and warm. Now, PJ, He will provide. He will defend. PJ, this is not really a question, and I feel like this is once again an effort of PJ Anderson to sabotage this Q&A, like he always does with our Q&As. And I should know better. This is me. But I I appreciate you sending me a picture of Yasiel Puig wearing a shirtless jersey. Because, I, God, what a, what a stud. Brian from Arlington. Is he licking the bat still? Is that still it, a thing that Puig does? Uh, he occasionally does it, yes. It's less so now that he's not in the Dodgers and doesn't get the attention for it. But Brian from Arlington. This is an interesting question. Do you think more people in the U.S. can dunk a basketball or hit a home run in a major league park? It entirely depends on what type of pitching they're facing. Hit a home run in a major league park. Okay, so Brian said the same. I think... So my instinct was to say dunking because I was thinking of people have to face major league pitching and no one's getting a hit off major league pitching if they're just an average person but if it's just bp if it's bp or if it's like a pitching machine at some point people can pick up the rhythm and Mm -hmm. eventually so i think that's i i think it is and you gotta think about all the like yoked power lifters who have a three inch vertical but could swing that bat that's true yeah just look at the late 90s yeah Yeah, exactly allegedly um, so I would say it really it depends on the circumstance. I think people, there are a lot of people who can just jump, and all you have to do is throw them an alley-oop, and they don't have to be very coordinated. I don't think there are that many, though. Yeah, like, I'm just thinking of Ten I, feet is high, it man. Is. I know uh, my friends Michael and Yates could at one point both dunk. I don't know about now. Michael's 6'4", and Yates is like 5'11". Yeah, Yates is shorter than me, and he can dunk, which he, is just like, screw you, man. Yeah, I know. I hate when people are just gifted with athletic gifts. Yeah. Uh, Julie Sawitzki, uh, former guest on the show, platonic friend Julie, the great platonic friend Julie. PFJ, 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 PFJ. She will love the fact that that's a chant. Favorite summer pastimes? Staying inside. <laughs> we are not built for the outdoors. I know, I'm perfectly fine with the outdoors. I just. Out here in D.C. summer? Where I'm just. Where you walk three blocks and you're just sweating. sweating. Um, I will say that. I like going to Maine every summer to see my family. That's a fun summer pastime. The Home Run Derby is a favorite summertime pastime of mine. Sailing and swimming. Yes. Or or I guess are my two favorite summer pastimes, though I haven't done either consistently in like a decade. If you get swimming, you'll get back on track with it. You can swim up in Maine. On the, off the coast of Long Island. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well. The water is still too cold there to go in until like... August. Speaking of the Home Run Derby, I did uh, briefly, this is not a Q or an A, but I did go to the Home Run Derby in Cleveland. Uh, I did not explore Cleveland enough to judge whether it is indeed a crap hole. It's the mistake by the leg. Yes. I'm inclined to believe it, but Cleveland's ballpark was nice. I had fun. It was an enjoyable experience. Um, Now, what wasn't enjoyable was that I got standing room in the left field section. For those of you who know baseball, it was right by the camera. Rajay Davis hit the homer in Game 7 of the World Series. Uh, and I stood there for uh, about five and a half hours without really moving much. Because, you know, I wasn't going to give up my spot. Nope. So I uh, stood there and took it like a champ. I didn't eat most of the day. And I was starving. I was dehydrated, but it was worth it. But you were ripped. Yes. Uh, absolutely shredded. I was absolutely Like Jesus sh- on the crucifix. Yes. That was an, uh, that's an appropriate analogy, I'm sure, in some circles. Uh... David, that is it for... Uh, we only have one more question. Do you have any to add to the... I do not. All no. right. Well, uh, we have one more. It was Calvin from Long Beach, who always likes to contribute to these. 
Calvin's a loyal, big fan. Calvin's, Calvin's a loyal, a loyal listener. listener. And this was sort of asked Adam, but he wanted to know what you doing. Nothing chilling at the Holiday Inn? That is the correct answer, David. Good guess. All right, everyone. This has been episode 29 of Underemployed. It's our third Q&A. And you know what? We will have... We have something special planned for our 30th episode. I'll say that we've had a guest for each of our 10 episodes. So, pick up on that pattern. And that means that we will probably have a guest for our next episode. Probably. But it's... Here's a hint. It's our first celebrity on Underemployed. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, David, any parting words for the wonderful folk? Um, hydrate, y'all. It's hot outside. Exactly. And uh, stay safe. Stay cool. Stop. Drop. Kaboom, baby. Rub on your nipples. Some call me Ludacris. Some call me Mr. Wiggles. Far from little. Make your mammary glands jiggle. Got them under control with a bowl of tender vittles. Dr. Giggles. I can't stop. 